What's up, everybody? Welcome back to This Is Just My Opinion. Um, I'm your host, Cassandra, and we have here Miss Shayna. And we have hey, what's up? And we have a special guest today. Our friend, our little <laughs> girls trip companion, <laughs> which we will be discussing that later on in the month. Had to drag me through the hotel. <laughs> But we have our dear friend, Miss Frankie, in the building. How are you? Hello. I am wonderful. How are you, ladies? Good. I'm good. We're doing good, girl. We are doing good. Wonderful. So, <laughs> today's episode. I just know that y'all got the, like, the natural hair going on. I got we the hat. We do. We do. Thank you. Thank I you. Do. I finally just did my out, Finally took out them crusty braids, but yeah. Right, y'all got on tie dye the hair. I feel so. We really, we didn't plan this, but if you you see this episode, y'all, we over here literally with the Cassie had her glasses on at some point too, so we had the glasses, the fro, the tie dyes. Yeah, yeah, I had to. I had to take the glasses off. They were on the gangster lean, so (laughs) (laughs) we gotta keep it off. But anyway. So we got a spicy topic today, right, guys? Yes, the reason why I invited Frankie is because we're talking about satisfaction in bed. As you know, I'm beginning it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Frankie. You know, tell the whole world. <laughs> and as we were joking before we started this episode, Frankie's mm-hmm. skin is glowing, y'all. It She's is. looking real. Eutimus pours on wear. And she was like, yeah, because because my boo is here. And we we both, me and Cassie, single. So we over here breaking out in stress. We got that lack of dick syndrome mm-hmm. somewhere. Under the eyes, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are we killing you, Frankie? <laughs> lack of dick syndrome? I'm just saying. But back to our topic, guys. Like, What does satisfaction in the bedroom look like for you guys? Shana, you want to give your response first? <laughs> wow, you're the guest, and I think guests should go first. Okay. Well, guests, I mean, you're the one that has, you have the partner, right? So okay. I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, you got to find ways to keep it spicy. So what does it look like for you? Satisfaction in the bedroom for me is... Number one thing is being uh, having an attentive partner, someone who's paying special attention to how your body is reacting Mm -hmm. to what they're doing to you, you know, knowing exactly what you like, what you don't like. It's not just about, oh, I think this is good. I'm doing a good job. Let me keep doing it. But I'm just kind of there like that, like (laughs) (laughs) to the left. In there like a broomstick. Mm -hmm. Basically. So that's, that's what it is for us. As far as like spice in the bedroom, I don't know, like, I think me and my boyfriend, our sex life is, is great. My opinion, that's how I feel. I think it's really good. If we do try to talk about, okay, well, what's something that you like that you want me to do more of? Um, what's something that you don't like? Okay, well, I noticed that when I did this, you mm-hmm. was kind of into it, but what can I do to expand on that to make it more pleasurable? So you guys have like, actual conversations like this is what I want it's not like kind of insinuated like right we we have um more so um not to like to his own horn but (laughs) to toot it 
Yeah. He is. <laughs> blue, man. I mean. Right, you know. Right. <laughs> but he's probably the best sexual partner I've ever had. Mm. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows how to get me off several times in one go. You know, like I said, he just he just really listens to me, pays attention to my body. Right. Yes, ma'am. Just like what and he's really about pleasing me, not just him. So pleasing me pleases him in the end. So it's just like why not mm. do that? Yeah. yeah, 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 I feel y'all. So I'm <laughs> hearing communication is key. I'm yes. hearing attentiveness. So yes. would you say that satisfaction on top of the communication and on top of like being attentive to both your needs and his needs, would you say that it's mental, emotional, or both? Honestly, at, okay, just being 100% honest, like, I wasn't as open with, you know, being sexual at the beginning of our relationship. It wasn't until, right, I know, right, girl? <laughs> Why? Why so shocked? It was, well... Um, Knowing her like, now, I, I get it, I get it. Huh? You know, that's yeah. shocking. Which <laughs> one? No, listen, because um, I told Brian my, I guess, can we use real names? Okay. But um, I told my boyfriend, like, when we first got together, that he was a bit intimidating. Because before him, everybody was just so caught up in, you know, Shana can attest to this when we were in Tallahassee, it was more so like who I was, the idea of me. No one was really, mm. really wanting to please me. And so I was just getting a bunch of dudes that was just ready to do whatever and it not be that thing. And then when I got my boyfriend, because he wanted a little bit more, he's like, okay, well, he was a little bit more expressed sexually it was definitely intimidating I told him I was like you know it was, it was really intimidating for someone who was as sexual as he was you know like hey I like this too but I'm also willing to provide that pleasure to you as well so it wasn't until just recently actually that I decided to just finally just let go just be like you know what I'm not no more no more chains nothing else is holding me back and just kind of went all in. Like I said, I think our sex life is wonderful. It's great. You know, when, because at one point, I would only ever have sex at night for whatever reason. But yeah, don't look at me like that. Interesting. <laughs> we're like, like both of us are like, don't look at me like that. Right. This is so, my boyfriend has definitely helped me to open up more sexually, to express myself more sexually and we're we're just growing more. well I me for sure is I'm definitely still growing um as our relationship progresses and things like so definitely the communication just knowing what we like just trying new things um one of my other questions that was like a side note to that is and I think this is just for all of us mm-hmm. what happens when you have the mental connection the emotional connection the communication is there you know the sex is amazing but then you're still left wanting like what happens then when the what I wasn't, I, expect, I wasn't expecting you to say the sex was amazing I thought you were getting to like right or like if it, everything I, is perfect but that area yeah so we'll get into that perfect but that yes yeah so yes 
Rewind. The question? Mental, emotional, communication, everything in that aspect is there. And y'all are feeling each other, but the motion is not bringing the ocean. You know? That's a tough one because I always think about like those people that are like, you know, practicing celibacy and, you know, they f- they meet the right person and they decide to wait. And then after, you know, they finally do it, it's trash. Um, I'm I'm kind of optimistic in this area because I'm like, I don't want to like just drop someone because that area is not their best (laughs) it is very important you're right that's why I think having a conversation first I do think it is an area that is teachable like you can always hear me out Frank you fixed your face though (laughs) hear me out I feel like that's an area we can always continuously learn to be better at. Like, come on, guys. Like, from the time you first okay. started to now, you can't sit here and think, like, you were the bomb.com. Like, your sloppy right. copy was on point. No. No, ma'am. I do think, you know, you do have to, to try uh, different ways to try to improve that area. Like, if they have everything going, like, this is a good person, like, you really gonna just say no? <laughs> and Ooh, not that. at least try to figure out, like, okay, you know, let's have a conversation. Let's try this. Let's try that. Like, what do you like? This is what I like. You know? Just... I get that. Okay. I can understand it, but I don't like, I feel like every person or partner that I've had has been an improvement. So like, even if what I liked then isn't what I like now, mm-hmm. it's something that has been improved upon and has like, I've grown with each person. And also not everyone likes the same thing. So you have to treat each person like you've never like exactly yes I have sexual experience but like my sexual like what I might like is not what you like so I might say let let me flip it reverse it do some crazy shit and you're like I just want that that doesn't get me off it still should be a conversation that's true before y'all sleep together like what kind of things you like to do sexually to please each other it shouldn't be a taboo till after y'all actually do it you know what I mean like I should have an idea of like what you working with before I can see what you working with. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on. I, how do you I bring agree. that conversation up? How do you bring it? How do you bring it up? How do you bring it? How do you bring it? What you working with? Let me. I mean, you when you're casually talking and then flirting with them, I, I don't okay. know. I've never had an issue like talking about sex like with someone. Right. And you know, dudes are quick to send dick pics, so there's that we had this com- we had this conversation. We had this conversation. I mean in the we were talking which which episode was that when we were talking about that? About what? I'm sorry, I'm dick pics. I think it was casual relationships. <laughs> we, our first episode, we were talking about how dudes would they mm-hmm. bold. And they just mm-hmm. been sending you stuff. Yeah, two minutes after getting your oh, phone. Yeah, they, yeah, they ready. Yeah. They ready. Oh, yeah, so, I couldn't find that picture, by the way. It's say. okay. Don't, mm-mm. don't send it. 
Frankenstein. It's like, illegal. We can't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> and sending people stuff without their consent. Yeah. Wink, wink, wink. Don't be sending people stuff without their consent. Don't be. I know that's so funny. You said don't send. Well, you consent. sent it to me without my consent. So All right, I had to straight violate me. you. On that, note. I had this dude send me a dick pic on Snapchat, so I sent him a dick pic back. Oh, he... <laughs> this? I was like, oh, I thought we was exchanging dick pics. <laughs> he was probably I so confused. Like, wait a minute, bro. No, they feel so offended when you do that to them. Like, who do you think I like? Well, who do you think? I am. What? Because they're like, I'm not gay. Okay, well, I didn't answer your dick. I love that. I never thought to do that. That's very... These are the things that happen to Frankie and she tells me about and I'm like, girl, I could never. She she was just like, I just Googled it. I Googled ugly penises. Oh my gosh. Just send it, you know. Not the ugly. (laughs) And eye for an eye, I suppose. That's real though. But yeah, um... Sex is definitely, you can continuously learn in that area. I don't know. I'm still learning about myself. Like, honestly, women are known to not have orgasms as often as men. So I've learned personally, it's a process and it's very much mental for me. (laughs) Like when I'm thinking way too hard, it doesn't happen. But when I'm loose, maybe a little drunk, um, <laughs> okay. a little drunk, okay. um, it happens a little easier, but, you know, I'm still learning, you know, my body, what I like. So the mm-hmm. other question that I had asked before we even got to the, the whole mental emotion. So what happens when you have a partner mm-hmm. and I think this is what sparked this whole episode was that you have a partner, the sex is pretty good on a regular basis and then there's that one time where it's like that was weird that was suspicious that was that was not great how so though like were they doing some weird shit like no it's just like it doesn't hit it wasn't given what it was supposed to have gave like it used to give you know but that happens doesn't it like once in a while like maybe it's an off day like, yeah but what caused like what do you think is it? It, is it mental is it your mental is it there y'all just not connecting in that moment it could be different things I think I think it could be what are you coming close to the screen I would be like bitch do you not have that problem <laughs> Frankie's like no. <laughs> Frankie's like I, I don't have. To I know. I know no no such things. <laughs> but I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be all of the above. Honestly, like it could be. You know, you both got a lot going on, and maybe the physical connection is a little off. So, I mean, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's been a minute, so I. <laughs> putting my business out but I'm just saying like I I don't think it's too strange now if it happens like multiple times after that Um, point then it there needs to be some sort of like conversation conversation, like what's going on like where we used to be so close but now it's like something's off between us and maybe you know something will pop up like I don't know like it all starts with conversation yeah um in my situation like I said it's never that it's not good and 
it could with us if it is a situation where it's not just sparks all the way through it's because we just got done eating <laughs> are you tired we full, you know but it's but i've never not had an orgasm when i've had sex with my boyfriend so, but it has been sorry. Can't say it was ever a time where like again early on our our chemistry definitely was off. I feel like it is a lot better now because you know, before I was just a bit stubborn. I just kind of felt like, you know, I knew what I was doing because he wants to ask me. He was like, You want me to teach you how to suck dick? And I was like, Sir, I know how to I know how to do that. And <laughs> I did it. Did it. I did it. Um, it was okay. But you know, at the time I thought it was the shit. But um, yeah, but it's all good. So um, so yeah, that's the that's the only time it's ever not just, you know, I need a cigarette after or what have you. It's just because we like Cassie said, we just might be tired or we might just be a little full. It's still good, it's still great. I still um have my orgasms, but it may not always be that pound for pound type sex speaking of like like we were talking about not everything that you used to do works for everybody so it doesn't mean that you didn't know how to give head friends speak to yourself positively you just didn't know how to give him head amen like i said like you you're in like a very happy healthy relationship what it sounds like so you know um I think, you know, if you ever did get to that point where it's kind of stagnant, you're noticing some changes in that area, you guys would easily be able to fix it because you guys already have that understanding, that conversation. So, yeah, I just think it depends. But it really does because your partner just has to be open Mm -hmm. to receive what you're telling them because, like I said, you know, Sometimes it can come off as an attack. Mm-hmm. And when somebody attacks you, the first thing you do is just get defensive. And it's just like, oh, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not listening to what you're saying. So you definitely have to be open to what your partner is telling you, especially if it's something that relates to them enjoying sex with you as well. You can't just be closed off. Mm-hmm. And this is coming from somebody who was like this at one point. But you know, you just, you can't just be like, well, I'm, I'm not doing that or, you know, whatever. I know what I'm doing. If you don't like it, oh, well, again, I've had that before, but we're not going to talk about that. So that's all just like, you just have to make sure that you said that the line of communication is open and that you are willing to change. What about the women that struggle with getting satisfied in the bed? What about them? Other they need to buy like, Say what? I said, what about them other than they need to buy a dildo? Oh, my gosh. Okay, but, but some people... Okay, some I have people a thing say. about that. <laughs> okay. A dildo is not a man. That's <laughs> so, yeah, it was a like, joke, but that is true. It's it, true. I don't like them, but I have several other... I don't like them either. Ooh. I feel kind of weird with something foreign going inside. Now, I do have... Oh, God. I hope my family don't listen. I do have. <laughs> We're listening. I have to those TV. things. Um, the the vibrating thing that like goes outside, like you rub right. it on the right. outside, but it doesn't go in. I feel kind of weird so, with that part, but like clitoral no. stimulation. Yes, I have okay. those, or I have that. 
have <laughs> one. Um, oh. And it's super intense. And I, I don't like using it because I feel like it makes it harder for me to actually get off when I'm doing it with someone. You know what I mean? Um, so I kind of limit my usage of that. But I, I've only okay. I've only experienced it like <laughs> handful of times. So it's very frustrating because it's like I have the connection, I'm enjoying it, but I just never get to that extra step, you know? So I'm just I'm thinking for and there's a lot of women who who feel like this, right? So we know mm-hmm. the stats. So I'm just trying to think like if you're in a relationship and you're that woman who just never really gets off like you know Frankie gets off every time but you get off like once in the blue moon like how can you improve in that area like what can you do go ahead Shay Shay did she raise her hand yes she did as someone who has many toys and does enjoy pleasuring myself mm-hmm. oh my god I am so sorry like I'm just thinking about other people listening to this and <laughs> we put ourselves yeah, out there so just go ahead <laughs> but anyways I think that having doing so gives you a better understanding of yourself and your own body and allows you to enjoy yourself with a partner better because uh-huh. you have a better understanding of your own body and what gives you pleasure I can see that. Or the sensation, not necessarily what gives you pleasure, because clearly they're not going to be doing the same thing in the same way, but what sensations you're feeling and thoughts and arousals and whatever, you know, whatever else is going on in your body so that you can focus on that when you're in the moment. And then it's easier to relax and relate release mm-hmm. to have a different, world, <laughs> different reference. Do guys get offended when you use toys and yourself? I've heard of this. That's why I'm asking. Oh, oh no. The guys no. I mess with don't. Yeah, neither does my boyfriend. Like, okay. I mean, I haven't met a guy like that, but I've heard that, you know, some kind of feel some type of way when, especially after, <laughs> especially after you do the deed, you know, a woman I, would go in and <clears throat> use that on herself to finish. Wow. I think it becomes offensive in their head because they feel like they did you know everything and then they're not giving like you're literally putting in their face that you did not satisfy them or they did not satisfy you in the way that you want to be satisfied however the last little dick so we're supposed to fake or like what's no so (laughs) don't don't do that we don't fake around these spots (laughs) don't don't fake look Sometimes you want it to get over with and you gonna do what you need to do. I'm just saying, like true. It sounds all rosy not to not to fake it, but uh, so many people do. So I think depending on the person, so depending on how comfortable you are with the person, like if you pull out your extra stimulation while they're still there, if you wait till they leave, that's on you. But the last little dick demon I messed with, Bruno, that we don't talk about. That motherfucker was like, what you got? Where is that? Let's use it together. And I was like, you were that Kevin Durant. MVP. <laughs> I do, I do like how you explained it in like incorporating 
what you learn about yourself and mm-hmm. using that through that. But like I said, sometimes I'm always in my head. Um, so I, I don't know. It might be the partner. So obviously, I think that makes a huge difference in finding you know, what works for you too. Cause if you're really not into that person 100% too, that could be a factor of you not getting off, regardless of how you thinking, visualizing, whatever, it wouldn't work. Do you feel like that hesitation and that like being uncomfortable with wanting to explore yourself is because of the environment that we grew up in being both like, Caribbean and hyper religious Mm -hmm. where we're told to behave like ladies act a certain way um and then at a certain age or point they're like okay but why don't you have kids so it's like there is this very strict structured way in which we're told to behave and then after you reach a certain age it's sort of like well why aren't you dating why why don't you know how to date or your family questioning your sexuality because of that or your husband cheats on you because you don't want to do anything other than missionary. Mm-hmm. So that is that is true. Um, I wasn't really raised super religious. I, I'm not Caribbean or anything, so I can't speak on that. My mom, growing up, she let my brother explore his sexuality at a very young age. But me and my sister we had to be unlocking key. Like my mom would literally go buy my brother at 13, 14, 15 condoms. But would look at me and be like, oh, you need to keep your legs closed until you marry. That's the same with us too. I mean, I have so, a brother, like, so he definitely had a little bit more encouragement freedom. to explore. Right. But be careful, Lizzie. Yeah, but. Right, don't bring no babies in my house. Yeah, but oh, me, it was. Sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, I feel you. Yeah, because that that was a lot. Like, my mom knows I'm not a virgin, but I never told her when I lost it because I didn't have that safe space to go to her and tell her that. Why? She was you laughing for? It was because she probably her mama still don't know that she's not a virgin. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm lightheaded right now. Oh. <laughs> well, you better hope she don't listen to the podcast. She's asleep, she's asleep right? Like, she's asleep right now. You better hope she's the type of mama that don't know how to work a laptop. They're not listening. My cousins might listen, so but oh I'm crying right now. What the heck? <laughs> Oh, but I'm I'm sorry. I'm laughing because when you said that, I'm just like, bro, I'm pretty sure she still think I'm under lock and key. But I have to disclose this because my mom, before she met my dad, was studying to be a nun. So, yes, <laughs> you heard right. Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. a picture. She was in the whole get up and everything. Um, this was obviously back in Haiti. And then... I mean, my dad and her were childhood friends, but then they fell in love when they became adults. So obviously that got scratched. So she's always only ever been with one person her entire 62 years of life. So 
the idea of me <laughs> going the route I've been is like impossible for her to imagine. So I wouldn't be surprised if she still thinks I'm gonna do lock and key pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, you know, she's is very uber religious, but um, yeah, it's I, I do think that does play a role in it, Shayna. Um, being you know Haitian American and um, also being a Christian, so it is kind of like you you get you you start to feel bad. At least me, like sometimes I do feel bad with exploring that part of my myself. But I am a very sexual person. But um, so I think maybe that's why for me, like sometimes it's really in my head. Like I don't spend enough time with just freedom that's why I mentioned like when I'm a little drunk it's a little different (laughs) than when I'm like super sober because sometimes I get in my head about just different shit not only how I was raised but you know do I like this person like that or not (laughs) so I got you um, it's interesting yeah Uh, so it's still a learning process even me being 31 going on 32 you know um I'm still very much so learning who I am what I like and what I want from someone look my mama still think I am I I mean I wouldn't be we never had this conversation because obviously subject of sex is like taboo in the household Mm -hmm. like my cousin Mind you, my cousin's like way older than me. She's like 38, 36. Like when her and her fiance at the time went away on vacation, they're worried about them. Why are they staying in the same room together? I'm just like, <laughs> what? Um, yeah. So it's like, you know how we know vacations and all of that? Mm-hmm. It's like a mm-hmm. no no still in their mind. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Yes, wow. <laughs> We still living in the damn 19th century. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's just, it's interesting. And I mean, we talked about first generation experiences in our Mm -hmm. um, couple episodes back. So you guys can go back and listen. But yeah, there's just some interesting dynamics I've been associated with so <laughs> yeah. that's why when you were telling me Shayna like your aunt knows about yeah. the demon I was like wait you talk to your yes. aunt knows about what? I told her I was tell, talking to her about um we don't talk about Bruno mm-hmm. and Cassie was like you told your aunt that and I was like yeah like I said it so flippantly yeah, like, like, her aunt and Cassie was like bitch what <laughs> like that is like that blue my mind like what man mind you this is not my biological aunt like she's my step my ex-stepfather's sister okay so we have but also I have that relationship with my mama which is why my mama and Frankie be calling giving people nicknames and that's not their names Mm -hmm. so there there's definitely you don't go into detail with your parents like that's weird ill but (laughs) like my mother knows that I'm I'm out here to be it. She know who the hell she raised. That's all I gotta say. Okay. Right. 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 This is good. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I like I, I like to keep the fantasy for for 
for mine, but you know, I, I'm sure she knows. Like, there's no way. Like, there's no. But way. without that confirmation, she could still pretend. Yeah, she, exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> I think it's the the pretending, but I feel like she has an idea. Like you both said, how like when you were growing up, again, it was stricter in my house growing up, especially because I had three brothers in the household and I was the only girl. Mm. And so my brother, who was a few months older than me, my stepbrother, because the way we were raised, it was sort of like my stepdad was like, this is my son. You can't tell him shit versus, you know, take care of your kids within our household. And I remember him telling me once that for my, I said boy's name, but for my older brother, that he only had to worry about one dick. And that for me, he had to worry about a whole bunch of dicks. And I was like, okay, but I can only get pregnant once. He can impregnate the whole cheerleading squad. So. Wow. My mom said she doesn't remember him saying that. A whole cheerleading squad. Yeah. On top of that, that people didn't know we were siblings because we we obviously did not have the same last name. And so they would be saying stuff around me because they they knew him and didn't realize I was his sibling. And I'd be like... That needs to be that needs to be an episode of us discussing being raised as girls, women versus being raised as a man. Like I have stories for days, trust. Same. And and because I was the youngest as well, mm-hmm. it was my mom was a lot more strict. Same. So it, it sucked because it's um my older sister, then my brother, then me. Like, I, I wish, you know, my mom would have sat down and talked to me about the birds and the bees. Hell, when my period came on, you know, she told me, she was like, oh, you better drink a cup of hot water to get your cramps underway and just kind of left me by the wayside. So it was, my sister was the one that was there. She's seven years older than me or whatnot, but it's only so much that she can really do and say at, you know, way back when. But yeah, I, Definitely wish my mom would have sat down and actually talked to me about it. But then again, when you look back, when I look back on it, my mom didn't have that in her mom either. So it's like, how can she sit down and teach me something about something she herself didn't know about? She had to generational. Thank you, Frankie, for joining us today, girl. I hope you know this conversation, you know, speaks to someone. Like, make sure. You know, you get yours pretty much. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, thank you. You want to tell the world where they can find you, your social media? Yes, my social media, um, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, all of that is going to be I Frankie. So that's I-F-R-A-N-K-I-E underscore E-L-L. Sweet. And you guys know mine is Cassie underscore in underscore progress on Instagram. My social media is they call me Nico or they call me Nico one on TikTok. Um, yeah. And thank you, Frankie, for joining us again. And we'll, yes, ha- we'll see you on our next Thanks episode. Thanks for having me. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Subscribe, comment, like. Tell us what you guys are thinking of the series so far. So thank you. And if you made it this far, you're a real one. We will see you <laughs> next time. Bye.